Hey, it's John Hyatt, and you're listening to WMNF Tampa. Make a big difference for just a few dollars a month. Join the WMNF Circle of Friends and keep the news and music in perpetual motion. Go to WMNF.org. Thanks. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right. Hello and welcome to the Sustainable Living Show on WMNF Tampa 88.5, where every Monday at 11 we bring you a conversation with local experts on sustainable issues. Today's guests are Shelby Lewis, Recycling Coordinator, and Edgar Castroteo, Recycling Specialist with the City of Tampa. So we are going to be talking about solid waste, yard waste, recycling. Your hosts today are myself, Kenny Coogan, and Annie Ellis, who is recovering at home. Hello, Annie. Hi, Kenny. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Shelby. Hey, Hello. Guys. Good uh, morning. I know. I'm, I'm still a little hoarse here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I am uh, back from the dead. Ten days sick. I don't recommend it for anyone. So good to see you guys. Well, we're happy that you're feeling better t- at least well Thank enough you. to talk. Thank and you, Kenny. Yes, I had my first shower. I didn't thought you'd show that. <laughs> it's a good feeling. <laughs> and Irene is here taking your calls, and Mr. Bill Grace is working the boards. So, Annie, do you have, other than not feeling well, you got any updates you want to well, share? Well, you know, I just, uh, happy to be alive. <laughs> I think that the I think you might have, I haven't been involved in much, and I'm really looking forward to some really good news today uh, from our guests, but I um, I think you might have some news about some hiking and some places to go and things like that. Is that true? Yes, I do. I wish I was out there hiking, but if I'm not, I want to hear everybody else out there, so go for it. All right, so this year, instead of shopping on Black Friday, you can join the movement to hashtag opt outside by taking a hike on the Eco Walk Trail at Crystal River State Park. So this is hosted by the Friends of Crystal River. And the gate to the trailhead opens at 8 a.m. this Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. And you can begin uh, your self-guided walk at any time you wish at your own pace. And this is the perfect hike for early birds as well as late risers and for adults as well as families with young children. And then the cool thing about this day, this Friday, is that there's going to be knowledgeable state park volunteers who will be on the trail until noon to answer your questions and help you spot those wonderful native birds and animals and plants. And after these volunteers leave at noon, the trail will still remain open until sunset as it does the other 365 days a year. And Annie, I put this in here because after I read this about, oh, we should be hashtagging opt outside and maybe instead of, you know, running people over with shopping carts, we could be enjoying nature. But I'm Uh thinking this is one state park. You can go to any park. You can go to a county park. You can go to walk around your neighborhood. You know, we don't need to be consuming all the time. I agree. And, you know, the other part about that, too, Kenny, is that, you know, we need to reduce our use. So, you know, instead of just buying useless stuff, use things that, uh, you know, buy things that are already used, that have been refurbished to for gifts. If you want to give gifts, uh, give a gift of being outdoors. You know, any type of, uh, uh, we've given away, uh, 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 you know, gifts to aquariums on our fundraisers. 
Mm-hmm. Experience this. That's exactly right, Kenny. You know, experiences are more lasting anyway, and then we're not contributing to, you know, the excess of the landfill. I went, of course, you know, go ahead. I went to a park yesterday, and I heard these two brothers screaming, and the one said, so-and-so, he uh, stepped on the back of my heel, and his mom <laughs> goes, that's soccer. <laughs> Get, get used to it. Be, be good you have a heel, right? <laughs> but uh, it was nice. You know, people, uh, if, if people are feeling stressed for the holidays, just go outside. That's, that's really the truth. I've got to say, just while I've been really sick, I went outside. I mean, I was sick as I could be. I've never been so sick. However, I went outside in the chair and sat in the sun. for. I timed it for five minutes because I needed my vitamin D and... You know, I just needed to be outside. And yesterday was my first day out of real bed. And I came in here, went onto my couch, but I was able to open up all the windows in my sunroom. And I think just the breathing of the fresh air makes such a difference, not only in your health, but in your attitude. It's amazing what it does. Mm -hmm. So great suggestion, Kenny. Thank you. All right. So do you want to introduce our guests? I can since I've been so doing nothing for so long. Pretty good for me to use my mouth. Although you guys wouldn't have believed I haven't talked, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but here we go. Uh, Shelby Lewis, she's a recycling coordinator. And Shelby's a native Floridian and graduate of the University of South Florida with a degree in psychology. Oh, that's why you're so good at this, Shelby. <laughs> She's worked for the city of Tampa for over four years and has a professional background in the solid waste industry, more specifically in waste diversion and outreach. Prior to that, Shelley worked in the marine conservation and research field, a passion for the environment and all those that inhabit has kept Shelby in the industry of conservation, from researching wild dolphins to studying waste. That all kind of goes together, doesn't it? It's a real nice circle there. Yeah. And out- and uh, Edgar Castro, um, Castro, Castro, I have it spelled out here, or Kenny spelled it out for me, so I wouldn't mess it up. And I did anyway, so there you go. Uh, but uh, anyway, we love uh, Edgar, and he's a recycling specialist. He is Venezuelan-born and University of Central Florida graduate. He started his environmental career in conservation education at Disney's Animal Kingdom. He worked as a field biologist performing migratory bird studies uh, and evaluations while implementing federal and state policies relating to urban development and wildlife. He continues his passion for environmental education with the city of Tampa, where he's worked for five and a half years as a recycling specialist in the Department of Solid Waste and Environmental Program Management. And he's working on programs such as backyard composting and a reuse of program and other waste reduction initiatives. So well, I'm so glad you guys are here because, you know, recycling is a big deal to me. I mean, huge, huge, huge. Reducing, of course, is the first use and then reusing what you have. Uh, but recycling, I mean, if we don't do it, it's just ridiculous why we wouldn't do it. I don't even understand that, you know. <laughs> I remember back in the day when I, uh, it was like, what was it? It was over 30 years ago, and I had moved to Tampa, and there was no recycling program uh, as a pickup. 
And so I took all the waste, you know, all the bottles, all the cans, all the everything I could recycle and put it in a container. And then I took it to the dump who had a recycling bin. And you had to separate the color of the bottles. You had to throw each color into every bin with different colors and separate shiny paper from, you know, flat paper, the whole thing. And and I did it every, you know, whatever, every month. I, I reduced my use, so I had a lot to recycle. But it was, I was like, why isn't everybody out here doing this? I didn't even understand it. So, you know, you get a box at your house and you can't put stuff in it. Poo-poo on you. All right. So let's ask, uh, why uh, is recycling so confusing still in 2023, Shelby and Edgar? Uh, Well, well, first of all, thank you. Thank you very much for having us here today. Uh, So recycling, just like Annie, like you were saying, recycling is something that a lot of people like to do. They like to participate. It's one of the most accessible ways that one can practice environmental stewardship, um, but it can be confusing mostly because the United States doesn't have a blanket policy on recycling. And so just like a lot of other policies, it's up to the individual local governments to decide um, what we can and cannot accept, but also based on the contractor that takes your recycling. So city of Tampa, we we collect your recycling and then we take it to somebody else so that they can sort it. So recycling isn't just putting the item in the bin. It's a multi-billion dollar industry that happens after it leaves the curbside. So a lot of decisions are made. A lot of things happen in the market. And so those decisions affect what we can and cannot accept. And so every time you go from one city to the next, the rules may be different. Every time you buy one product from the other, those products may be different. The materials may be different. The packaging is different. And then you have those companies that put messaging on their products that can be confusing and misleading. And and we're always erring on the side of if we don't mention it for you, if we don't say it in our guidelines, then... Take the message with a grain of salt if a company is telling you that you can recycle their item. Do your research. Do your due diligence. If you are passionate about recycling, uh, check once a year. Check the rules once a year, and that way you can stay up to date just in case something has changed. Yeah, it may feel confusing, but we try to take that out by giving a very comprehensive list of exactly what you should be putting in, what the best items are to recycle. So if you keep on with that and ignore everything else (laughs) out there, then you should be okay and hopefully not as confused. I I just wrote down like five things. So one thing was, this is a recommendation, but you might already do it. When I moved into my house 11 years ago, I think I got a brand new garbage bin and recycle bin. Is that mm-hmm. true? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it had a beautiful sticker on the cover that told me what I could recycle and what I couldn't recycle. But it's been 11 years. Can I get a new sticker? <laughs> or, or do I need to go to the website? Well, that's a good question and one that we do get frequently. So the sticker that you got on your cart from 11 years ago actually has wrong information on it. Well, it's it, completely gone. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, some we've seen some still intact out there mm-hmm. and they have some items on there that our current contract does not allow for. Because of that, we stick we stray away from stickers. Mm-hmm. 
um, because sometimes the rules can change, yep. change and the sticker outlasts that. So we always recommend people to go to the website. On our newer cards that are coming out, we do have QR codes on the, the lids. Mm-hmm. So you can scan to quickly get to our website and some of the basic information is there. But the, the best place to go is our website or you can always call our call center if you prefer that type of communication. And what's the, the website? Tampa.gov slash recycle. Go ahead, Annie. One of the things that Edgar said uh, about uh, that it can be misleading from the the packaging information. I'd like you to elaborate on that because I think you're talking about the triangles on the outside of the of the containers. And so I think that when people see that, they think recycling. And so then they think, okay, that's going to work. So if you could mention that, that would be good, I think. Yes, and uh, thank you for bringing that up. That is one of the misleading parts of how recycling education has changed and how is that how it actually has evolved uh, so a long time ago uh, when recycling first was implemented in different communities they really were just saying oh all all of the plastics that have the little symbol on it the little uh, chasing arrows symbol um, and they were saying okay all number ones and number twos which for a lot of people those numbers are not as important, but uh, communities would say number ones and number twos. But now there are so many products made of those plastic resins. What that little number means is the plastic resin, the composition of that actual plastic. That is important for the manufacturers and for those recyclers down the line. Um, but it has become some somewhat ubiquitous with recycling that people look at those symbols and they think that, oh, it's accepted for recycling. It's made of plastic and it has a little symbol. Um, But the plastic industry kind of hijacked that little symbol to to lead more people towards recycling, no matter what. But not all recycling was created equal. Not all programs were created equal. There are some limits when it comes to the machinery and what we can accept. And so... I was also thinking that... If people see that an item is made from recycled products, Mm -hmm. they might think like, oh, when I'm done with this product, I can put it in the bin. Well, one of the other things I wanted to go on with that, too, is that uh, if you, you know, we have a very specific plastic that is available and they actually have pictures of them on the recycling information on your website list. So. I, even as kind of a professional recycler, was putting in the wrong things because I was misled. And so, uh, you know, it's very important to go in there and look at the actual pictures because, you know, those plastic clamshells are not recyclable in our facility. And they are, and also the milk cartons are not recyclable because of the plastic or the wax that's in those at our facilities. And so, you know, I think that's like really needs to be stressed to people that when they pollute the system, it really messes it up for the sorters and the whole thing. And they won't pick my mine up if it has, um, well, not mine because it'll be just right. But the, my neighbor's uh, along the way, they'll have things stuck in there that are no way recyclable. And so the cans don't get re- don't even get picked up. So they don't even have a choice in it. So I don't know. I just want you to talk about that a little bit as well, about how important that is. If there's like a piece of wood sticking out yes. of the recycling bin, do, do they not pick it up? 
So it or if there's like a piece of furniture. Yeah, it, it all yeah, depends. Exactly. It depends. It depends on the level of contamination. So Edgar mentioned that we have a contract with a sorter, a processor who takes all the recycling. We really just do the education and we pick it up from your curb and take it to the next place. We have a 20% allowed contamination rate within our contract. So if we bring in a truckload that has 50% contamination, they're able to look at that and say, we don't have the capacity, the resources to sort this much trash out. You need to take yeah. it away. So as long as it's less than 20% contamination each truckload, then we're good. And we do a decent job overall in Tampa. We have around over 80% of all of the recycling we collect curbside does get processed. It's interesting though, because the, the, the trash men know that apparently mm-hmm. uh, down the streets in my neighborhoods and they know which are the correct ones and which are not the correct ones because apparently they've taken those repeat offenders yes (laughs) exactly because they've taken their their contain you know their container trucks up there and they say nope no way it's over 50 percent you're out of here so they know better than to pick that up that's it kind of interesting you know how everybody needs to be educated like Mm -hmm. that so go ahead Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's remind listeners that this is the Sustainable Living Show coming to you from the studios of WMNF in Tampa. Today, we are talking about recycling in the city of Tampa, but we can talk about recycling anywhere you're listening. If you want to be part of the conversation, give us a call at 813-239-9663 or send us an email at dj at wmnf.org and we will read it on air. All right, the first uh, comment, Shelby and Edgar, is that Ryan says that he saw a a Fisher-Price recycling uh, Mm. thing in the recycle bin this morning. (laughs) What do we do? Take it out, put it on the curb? (laughs) Throw it in their garbage. Yeah, if if you have, well, first of all, if you have an item that's in good condition, of course, it could always be donated or repurposed. And we we have an excellent app called the Tampa Trash and Recycling app. So if... If somebody has an item that they're trying to dispose of, they could look up to see if maybe there's an outlet for that item. So, for example, if you have old towels that are kind of raggedy, they have holes in them, they're stained, and you may not want to throw them away, there might be a pet shelter that could accept them. Um, And so the app is an always growing resource for that. But if you have an item such as a tricycle or a larger item, then if it's not something that is pictured... Uh, like like you were saying, Annie, if it's not something that's in the in the pictures or listed in the items that we have listed on our website or our guide, then if you can, you, if it is accepted in the garbage, you can place it in the garbage as long as it doesn't have a hazardous component to it, then you have to drop it off at the right place. But uh, larger items like called? that should not go in, in your recycling carts. Mm-hmm. They call, what is it? Uh, when in doubt, throw it out. Yeah, and we, right. call, we call that wish cycling. You wish yeah. something was recyclable, so you put it in and hope yes. for the best. Yeah. So right. the best of intentions, but yeah. it actually harms the program mm-hmm. more than it helps. And yeah. I like that you said, when in doubt, throw it out, because we actually like to say, when in doubt, leave it out, because ah. sometimes you can't throw it away in the regular garbage. For example, uh, some kind of rechargeable tool that might be hazardous in the process, you have to drop those off. So we say, if you're in doubt, leave it out, not necessarily throw it out in your blue cart, but find a place where it should go. I put them in my, uh, right by it with a sign that says free on it, mm-hmm. and that stuff disappears, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? I yeah. mean, there's a lot of stuff that I mean, I'm a 
but I've taken out things from my neighbors. I found these wrought iron pieces. They had that in their recycling bin. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, no, that's going in my yard for a a, a trellis, you know. So I think that's a good way to do it. Just put it out there, put a side free on it, and there it goes. So we got another email. This one is from Peter in Indian Shores, but we're going to see if our specialist and coordinator can answer it. Hello. Sometimes I clean plastic containers like I do my teeth. Is this helpful when it arrives at your site? Also, I see many pizza boxes thrown in for recycling. Is that still a big no-no along with styrofoam and plastic bags? Peter from Indian Shores. So Shelby and Edgar, let's talk about this, but then after this, maybe we'll just go through the list of Mm-hmm. Gen- generalities of what can be recycled. Sure. So the first one, does it need to be as clean as your teeth? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the good news is no, it doesn't have to be. Um, we do get this question fairly often. So it's a common thing. A lot of people are wondering that. When we say clean and empty, we mostly just mean empty. When we say clean, we mean that there should be no food or liquid residue. And the reason for that is because if you're putting in plastic bottles and food, you know, glass jars that had food in it or maybe sauce in it, and you're putting that in with paper and cardboard, if that has food and it gets on the cardboard, like you mentioned with pizza boxes, then it's going to ruin that material. So to keep it all clean, it just basically has to have a quick rinse shake it up if it's got something in there, get that stuff out, and then it's good. If you tip it over and nothing comes out and there's no food left in it, then it's good to go. All right, and then uh, pizza boxes. So when it, when it comes to pizza boxes, that's a, that's a very uh, sometimes confusing item because it is cardboard. It's great cardboard, but on the same lines of it should be clean and dry, uh, pizza boxes are usually greasy and cheesy, and there's food residue in them. Sometimes they... There's crusts in them, so. Um, but yeah, we've seen pizza in the pizza box. Entire pizzas. In the <laughs> so, like, oh man, I don't know how old is that, right? Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to know how old it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's not it's not clean. So if you have if you have a, a pizza box, you can tear off the the top part, the lid, the top part, and you can put Very that good. in recycling, or compost it. Also, if you're composting in your yard, great, you can put the cardboard in there, but. Um, the grease, the cheese, that's that's not clean. So we, we don't want it. And that's one of the so one of the first questions you were asking is about why is it confusing? And there are companies out there that put I'm a pizza box, recycle me. Mm-hmm. And while that may be true in some programs around the nation where they have different processes that they could accept and recycle that pizza box, here locally we don't. So we always make sure yeah. people know about that. What yeah, about, not what, being universal is tough. What right. about the lid of the pizza box? Yeah, yeah, the, you, you yeah. Could you could break can it off as long yeah, as it's clean. The mm-hmm. If yeah. the pizza flipped yeah, over some, during the commute, then no. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of those get real cheesy on the top. Yeah. You got to yes. be very careful. And then uh, Peter also asked about styrofoam and plastic bags. Peter is correct. No styrofoam, no plastic bags. Plastic bags and plastic film is one of the worst things for the recycling processors because it tangles up in their equipment and they actually have to shut down for hours every single day to manually take them out with a knife. Um, so it's it's a big, huge problem. So definitely never plastic bags of any kind. No. One of the things I noticed that people have done is that they put their recycling in a bag right. and then put it in their recycling bin. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, people... Um, for the sake of convenience and accessibility in their kitchen, they may have a bin and they may have a liner and they put their items in 
And they could do that as long as if they're reusing the same bag, great. But if they're bagging their recyclables, then that is considered trash uh, mm-hmm. and contamination. So it does not get sorted if it's in a plastic mm-hmm. bag. Yeah. It does not. And, and exactly. especially because if it's if it's a plastic bag that's filled with stuff, we don't know what's in there. Mm-hmm. And we're not mm-hmm. going to open up those bags to see what's in there. Yeah. Even if it's all really good material in there, right. once it's in the plastic bag, it is not accepted. A lot of people tend to really grasp the idea of no grocery bags, but for some reason the plastic <laughs> bag as a trash bag with your recycling in it or maybe like a pet food bag that's plastic, those don't always seem as obvious. So we say no plastic bags of any kind. If you call it a plastic bag, it doesn't go in your recycling. I don't even understand why people are still getting a plastic bag at the grocery Mm -hmm. store. Mm -hmm. I mean, I must have 40 bags of, you know, reusable bags. One of them's 50 years old. That's great. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Annie, we got lots of emails coming in. Oh, good. Which is what I told Annie. I said, expect a lot of people to participate because... (laughs) one of our most participating uh, programs, you guys. That's great. You guys have... If you have a question, send us an email at dj at wmnf.org and we'll read it on air. Or you can call our wonderful volunteer, Irene, who comes in every Monday at 813-239-9663 because she needs to stay busy. (laughs) Um, So uh, Shelby and Edgar, just to follow up on Peter, he lives in Indian Shores, Mm -hmm. which is in Pinellas. Correct. Does that matter? He still has very similar rules and the the ones that we touched on specifically were all the same so very good all right so joe in dover florida says i save everything metal including tin cans and then take them to the scrapyard they pay very little for tin cans but it's definitely getting recycled appliances can be disassembled and as uh well if you know how it's a good way to get a few extra dollars yeah that's a great point there are places you can take it if you don't want to put it in your bin or you have some maybe things that we don't take in your green cart like an appliance that you could take yourself if you have the time and skills we, to do so we recycle at the uh, the station and since there's no commercial pickups for recycling which i'd like to talk about a little bit uh i take those uh cans at, at, and take them to the poor people down at the gas station and they do cash them in for money so that's another possibility. You can find your, you know, your favorite person that needs that as a thing and bring them to them. So it's another idea. Very good. All right. Before uh, we do have a couple more emails and maybe a phone call coming in. Can you guys just give us the summary of what we can recycle? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, of course. So we'll, I'll start with what we call the fiber category, which is anything that came from a tree that we could recycle. Uh, so mm-hmm. the fiber items... Uh, are di- we divide them into three subcategories. So we'll start with paper. So when it comes to paper, uh, clean paper, it could be office paper, newspapers, magazines, catalogs. So in the recycling world, J- if it... Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say junk mail that's yeah. glossy. Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Junk mail that has, a, that has gloss on it. Not great for composting, <laughs> but you can put it in your recycling bin uh, or recycling cart. Uh, so when it comes to paper, those are all great. One example of something that should not be put in that is paper is shredded paper 
because usually the only way to contain shredded paper is in a bag. (laughs) And of course, we don't want anything bagged. So shredded paper is one of the items that we don't want loose in your recycling. Then we have paperboard, which is the in-between. Paperboard, if you think of a cereal box or a toilet paper roll at the end, um, that those items that are made from that material uh, are accepted as well. And uh, egg cartons, if they're clean, if none of the eggs broke inside and they're clean, you can put that in the recycling as well. And the paperboard kind only. Paperboard. No not foam. the plastic ones, not the foam ones. So when it comes to the egg carton, that's a good one. And then last in the fiber category is cardboard. And we talked about cardboard a little bit already. Clean. Um, we ask that you flatten it before you place it in your cart, not only because it saves you space, but also if you put a full box inside Mm -hmm. of your cart, sometimes it can get wedged or it can get stuck and it can prevent some of the other loose recyclables to fall into the truck correctly. Um, So that's it for fiber. And then what about, because I run a nursery and I get these cardboard boxes, but they have wax on them to kind of make them like waterproof for the plants. Good or bad? So those, if they're clean, you Mm -hmm. can put those in the recycling. Oh, good. Well, does that mean that you can put milk cartons in? Not milk cartons. So that's a great great question. So, (laughs) so if you have, if you have, let's say you have a, a, a box that has some kind of gloss or wax coating on it. It's just the cardboard and then that coating, but a milk carton or a juice carton has more than three layers of material in it and that's what makes it really challenging too so there's plastic lining or wax lining there's aluminum foil lining in there as well and then there's the paper portion but it's very challenging to process that material so eventually in the future if our if our contract does accept cartons then we may be able to incorporate it back into our program but for now that's a no well, good news that it's an possibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Annie, we have a phone. We have somebody on the line named Annie. Oh, my gosh. Right there in St. Pete. My Hel- twin. Hello, Annie. Hi, hey, Annie. <laughs> Do you have a question uh, about recycling? Well, I just wanted to make a comment. I've been recycling for years, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to Rolling Oats, which is a great health food store here in St. Pete. I think they have one in Tampa as well. Mm-hmm. They do. local locally owned store and they have given up single-use plastic bags about two or three years ago they give out nothing but paper and they ask you to recycle that very Uh, good that's wonderful yeah there i don't know why more stores can't do that you know exactly if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem right annie that's right they don't have any single-use plastic bags there like i said for like three years or so so great help for store too thanks yeah that that makes you want to go there just that alone <laughs> yes thank all you right. annie all right thank, thank you Thanks for the call in. Yes, I love hearing hearing somebody else there with my name. That's rare. <laughs> she spells it with the e, I think. But um, oh, we, Annie with an e. We got another text message, and it says grocery stores have bins specifically for plastic shopping bags mm-hmm. and a few other items. I know there's three bins. Do you guys know what those well, different bins are for? <laughs> yeah, usually plastic bags and film and foam. Items. Those are the three. Sometimes they'll have additional ones depending on which grocery store or retailer. And we do in our Tampa Trash and Recycling app, we do have some of those options as alternate drop-off sites for recycling. 
Um, but it's just dependent on where you're going and what they what they have out front. But those are always good places to bring things back if you're looking to do that. Curious though, what happens to them, Shelby, after they get dropped off there? Is it just an illusion? You know, I can't speak for the company, so I'm, I uh-huh. can't say for sure. From what, I I've mean, heard, they, from what I've heard, they turn it into plastic lumber. Um, for some oh, of those, that plastic yeah. lumber, yeah. But I'm not sure completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we got a couple more emails, and these are all anonymous. As a grocery worker, we get people that bring a reusable bag um, and ask them to put the paper bags for recycling. Can we recommend using something like an old laundry basket or milk uh, jug? We get what pe- does that mean? I don't know. We get people that bring a reusable bag mm-hmm. that ask for paper bags for recycling. Oh, to put their oh, recycling in, in because they're like taking the paper bags from the grocery store. Oh, to put their so recycling they just in. want yeah. extra bags. Well, that brings yeah. up, that brings up a good point. Is since paper bags can go in the recycling, we also do uh, we do advise that if you do put your items in a paper bag when you're in your house, that you still empty those items out completely into the cart um, because sometimes they can get stuck in that paper bag. And mm-hmm. if the paper that bag, once the paper bag gets sorted, it's going to get sorted as a paper bag with a bunch of things in it. So um, make mm-hmm. sure that you still empty those items out loosely uh, in your cart. Yeah, I think the best option for that instead of getting paper bags is to just get a container or a bin of some sort. Your recycling mm-hmm. should be clean and dry. So like at my house, I keep the same bin. I don't use a liner. I just dump it in the cart and yeah. That's it. For That's what I use. I actually even have the old one. Remember they had the little mm-hmm. square boxes of mm-hmm. the blue plastic little boxes that we had? Yeah. I still have that and it fits straight into my pantry in this little slot. Perfect. Yeah. That's a good reuse. See, Annie, um, yeah, she saves old recycling things and I collect <laughs> old 200-year-old carnivorous plant books. Nice. So we all have different <laughs> hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> We have our little things, our quirks, right? Um, So if I have a, I don't have this, but hypothetically, (laughs) if someone has a two liter soda bottle or an empty jar of spaghetti sauce, Mm -hmm. the caps and the lids, yay or nay? Nay. Trash. Trash. Yes. Anything smaller than the size of your fist should not go in because what happens is it gets in with the post-sorted glass and that can sometimes look like trash because it's so Mm -hmm. highly contaminated. So we're trying to save the glass with that rule. And that's the and I have had very conflicting information mm-hmm. about that as of late because I knew that because you told me that mm-hmm. before. But then I heard that if you keep the lid on the container, that it was okay in plastic. But you're saying no, no. We say it as a blanket rule for all things. If it's a glass jar with a metal lid, those are two different materials. So those should not right. be coupled together. It can get a little bit confusing and into the weeds. So we say as a blanket rule, do not take your, or do not put any caps in your recycling, whether they're on or off. I think you told us last time that they're a projectile. If, they, it, they if it's on there and you I get I guess, smashed. yeah, they could, but they can fall off during the process. So it's not guaranteed that they'll make it on the bottle. Yeah, if that thing popped and you mm-hmm. had it on a plastic bottle, that would mm-hmm. just shoot out like a, a bullet. What ends up happening is those tiny little items just end up getting sorted with the glass um, so anything, oh. anything that's smaller than the size of your fist is, and that's one of our rules that's in our guidelines, anything that's too small is going to fall through and get sorted with the glass. And then the glass becomes even more of a challenging thing to sort out. Um, yeah. 
at the at the end, yeah. Yeah, you can't melt glass and plastic together. That exactly won't work. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we have Steve from Tampa on line one. Hello, Steve. Hi, Steve. We have a we have a bad reception, so I'll keep my question very very short. I've read newspaper articles from reputable, what I think are reputable sources, and some podcasts, which indicate that in many municipalities and counties, uh, folks put things in the recycling bin and it ends up in the dump. What, to the extent that you know, you know precisely how much of what we put in the recycling bins in the city of Tampa actually get recycled? All right, great question, Steve. Yeah, so in the city of Tampa, uh, we mentioned this earlier, 80% of what we collect curbside and recycling does get taken to our contractor uh, so it can get recycled. But it's true, if enough enough people in in a neighborhood are placing in contaminants or items that do not belong in your recycling, then we have to treat it as what it is. It's it, it will be it might be trash. So the facility might reject that entire load uh, if there's too many items. But our ultimate goal is to make sure that those items that are good condition and good material are taken and collected. Mm-hmm. And we recycle around seventeen thousand tons every single year. Just the city of Tampa. And most of that is residential recycling, and at one ton is two thousand pounds. So you know mm-hmm. you can do the math. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pounds. There's <laughs> a lot of people believe though that uh, that that is a myth that mm-hmm. they're just putting it in there and it's an illusion and it's getting all burned mm-hmm. and all this sort of thing. And so we're not burning it. Mm-hmm. We're actually recycling it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Everything that's on our accepted items list, you can guarantee is something that is able to be fully recycled from your cart all the way back to the store at some point um, in another form. Great. So as long as you're following the rules, that's just why it's so important to recycle right, to make sure that the process can work. Which brings me back to our accepted list. We, <laughs> we covered fiber, uh-huh. but then we, we forgot to touch on, on plastic metal and glass. So I'll go through those really quick. So for plastic, either a bottle or a jug. And that is it for a city of Tampa. Plastic. So for bottle plastic. or jug. Don't bottle worry about or the jug. number. Don't worry about the symbol. Bottle yeah. or jug that's made from plastic. You Put said this in. a year ago or maybe yeah. longer. Than, mm-hmm. It's easy to remember. Yes. Yeah. So those big, so those big um, uh, yogurt containers are not recyclable? So they are recyclable, but we don't accept in our, in our current contract. Oh, so they, see, there it is. Another thing I thought. So there might, be, there might be programs around the nation that could accept those containers, but locally we don't accept those containers at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so a yogurt container, a butter container, <laughs> any, anything like that. But if you, if you can call it a bottle or a jug, mm-hmm. then that's a yes with the lid okay. off and empty. And we always try and tell people to focus on the yeses rather than the noes because the yeses yeah. is actually a smaller list and the noes can just become <laughs> overwhelming. Else in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Endless. <laughs> and then for cans, uh, for metal, it could be the uh, a tin can or a soda can or even some aluminum uh, bottles that are out in the market now. Those are also the beverage bottles. Those are also good. Um, and then glass. for glass, uh, bottles and jars mm-hmm. with no lids and empty. Yeah, bottles and jars only for glass. Mm-hmm. All right, Annie, we got a lot of emails. And, uh, That's Shel- wonderful. Shelby and Edgar, we're going to do a speed round. Okay, quick okay. answer. Uh, caller uh, Mindy said she is not happy that the workers on the trucks take her garbage in plastic bags and throw them into her neighbor's yard or on the ground. 
And I'll just add that I do notice that like when things are not in bags, (laughs) there could be debris. So do you, what would you like to respond? (laughs) Well, um, I'm not sure of exactly what's happening in her situation, but if there is an issue, I would encourage her if she is a city Mm -hmm. of Tampa or whoever picks up her trash to call their call center so that she can talk with them to try and resolve that issue because we obviously don't want trash being thrown anywhere but in the truck. Um, For recycling and trash, it's just important to make sure that you don't jam anything in there. That's usually when sometimes the litter occurs because they're tipping it. And if something's jammed as they're Mm -hmm. putting it back down with that mechanical arm on the truck, it may come loose as they're flinging it back down and then it comes up as litter. So as long as everything's loose in there, the process should work correctly. And then, um, yeah. All right. So we have two people, Mary and... Let's see, and, and an anonymous person. One person wants to know about cat poop. One person wants to know about dog poop. And they, they're confused about if they're putting their animal's waste in plastic bags, not et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. I think they're a little confused. We're not putting that in the recycling bin. You're putting on the garbage and you're allowed to put yes. your animal's waste in a plastic bag in the garbage. Sure. Yeah, all of your garbage, uh, if if possible, should be bagged. Um, mm-hmm. So we we really all of your garbage. Mm-hmm. So if you if 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 you're putting items in your garbage, it's better that it's bagged, which it's is the opposite for recycling. For recycling, we want the items loose. Um, oh. and, then for, and then for yard waste, we can talk about that in a little bit. But for yard waste, there are other other options. But um, we we did post something recently. If 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 nobody. If anybody out there hasn't followed us, has, hasn't followed City of Tampa on Facebook or Instagram, we urge you to follow uh, follow along because we're always posting uh, those graphics that help out as well. Right. Do we have any more emails? Yes, we do. All right, one Hi. is from Joellen. A big reason why people give up is because recycling is not uh, intuitive. Is there any funding to improve your program? Well, um, we definitely do put a lot of time and effort and education into making sure that what we send out to residents can be as intuitive as possible and as simple as possible. So I think just going back to focusing only on the yes items that we have and ignoring everything else, then hopefully it can be a little more simplified and easier for everyone to participate. Yeah, following the rules for non-rural people <laughs> is difficult, but it is a real important thing yeah. to get on the rule list. And we recognize yeah. it can be challenging, so we do understand that. We do take that into account with our education. So I understand yeah. uh, Shelby mentioned that um, th- you don't really want to give stickers out because it changes mm-hmm. or it can change. Yeah. And this is probably Annie's question. How do we get it to change? Or I understand you're contracting out. So how do we get those people to accept a yogurt container or more things or be able to sort it? Does Annie wants to be a lobbyist when she grows up? Yeah, well, I I think doing it right and what it is now might give room for it to expand in the future. High contamination rates don't make recycling processors want to expand their list because they have trouble mm-hmm. sorting out the trash that's in there now. So if you recycle right now in the future, you'd be, you'd be able to see some of those changes, I think. And yeah. there, there's always investments in technology that we're seeing come around. Mm-hmm. So there is um, hope for the future to have more recyclables collected. 
All Reduce right. your use, folks, and we won't have the problem. True. Yeah. And another way of helping the recycling industry is to buy recycled products. Mm-hmm. So That's we can, true. We can put items at the curb all we want, but we also have to close the loop and mm-hmm. invest in products that are made from that repurposed material as well. Read the labels on there. Make sure that is such a good point that you just brought up, mm-hmm. Edgar. If we support the people that do that, then that's the way it'll roll. And if we continue to buy plastic water bottles, they will continue to make them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to be aware that we have to be a participant in closing that loop. So good point. Jeff in Tampa writes, great show today. As always, one of the best places to take cans is Eagle Recycling at Hillsborough and Haney, or Harney. They are actually open seven days a week, and you can get there as late as 4 p.m. on Saturday. You'll be surprised how quickly they add up. Also, wow. old car batteries, no need to drain. Um, you can get money for it. Thanks mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. today's topic. <laughs> and then we have... Wow, I didn't know that. That's good to know. And then Those we have... Thing. <laughs> we have another uh, message. What about used o- car oil filters? Can we put that in the garbage? So, in in the garbage, a car oil filter, if it's if it's dripping with uh, oil or other things, usually a lot of those things you do have to take to a proper drop off location. Um, but that's why we say if you're gonna put something in the trash, you have to bag it up. But when it comes to a lot of oil other solvents other chemicals uh, if you have hey. excess of those mm-hmm. they are hazardous material and you have to take them to the proper location mm-hmm. yeah all right what about i'm just reading emails now what about mm-hmm. cardboard milk con- cartons with plastic spouts oh, yeah. like uh the cartons so oh. in the city of tampa's program cartons like that are a no other programs may accept that so check wherever you're whoever picks up your material mm-hmm. to know mm-hmm. for sure we this is kind of about uh, greenwashing mm-hmm. but an anonymous person in carolwood says caps on recycling there is a message from maybe coke or pepsi mm-hmm. products that say put the cap in the recycling who do we address corporately yeah. to resolve this call them yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't have any specific <laughs> we, people. You don't have, you don't have yeah, those. Call them, email them. Mm-hmm. They can call them. They can voice their concern. Yeah. They can, they, yeah. they can reach out to There's them. There's usually 800 numbers on all of those places because I give them a buzz all the time. <laughs> In fact, one of the things I used to get is, is there was they wrapped the plastic around the toilet paper rolls and then they wrapped the whole thing in plastic Mm -hmm. and I called them and they said we do it because people want to store it and now well guess what they don't do it anymore yes sir (laughs) (laughs) this uh, person also adds we have a working relationship with our recycled people at Christmas and they are very friendly and they put our um, container they take care of our container properly kindness helps I think a lot of garbage Love to hear that. Do you think a lot of solid waste people, recycling people, get tips at the holidays? I give them, I give I do, them tips yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't just do. give them tips on the holidays. <laughs> I give them tips whenever. If I have too much solid waste out there and green green waste, I go out there and give them $10 a piece. Okay, because there's so many emails. This one came in at the very beginning. My recycling cart has no lid anymore after being dumped on the ground so hard and so many times. I called for a new one and was told I have to go online and pay for a new one. Why? I didn't break wow. it. The truck driver did. So how do we get new bins, generally speaking? Well, it depends on where you are. So this doesn't sound like it's a city of Tampa resident because we will replace a broken bin. 
if you call in. Um, but if you are in a city that you have to buy your own cart and maybe it was broken, I'm not sure of their policy. But if you're in the city of Tampa, <laughs> yeah, then you can get your cart replaced if it's broken or damaged. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to throw this in here, Jenny, just because I want to make sure that we talk about it. I really want to make sure that we talk about the green waste recycling program and what's happening. So I just don't want to run out of time. All right. We really just have one more email as of now. It's just uh, not just, but it's (laughs) Joe in Dover again. And he says those big yogurt containers make great plant starter containers for some plants. So you could just Mm -hmm. pop a top, pop a hole in the bottom and you got drainage. There it is. All right. Uh, Go ahead, Annie. Let's talk about your green waste. Oh, I'm excited (laughs) because I... I, uh, you know, this is one of those that is very close to my heart because uh, when we have all this green waste out there, it just kills me. Well, because I have too much, I can't recycle it all, but it kills me that it's not being redone because I go over to Newport Ritchie and they've been putting their green waste in there and composting it up for free for people for over 30 years Mm. and so you know i've been bringing it to you guys for a long time about that information Mm -hmm. and i understand that possibly some things have happened happened that may be good news you guys want to talk about that yeah Yeah. we'd love to i will say we told you last time we had some things in the works behind the scenes so we were being (laughs) we were being honest about that yes and i yeah, you were playing it close to the vest, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, Give it all up. So, yeah, we're glad to share that starting February 1st, 2024, uh, all yard waste uh, must be set out using uh, either a reusable 32-gallon container, yard waste paper bags, or bundled using jute twine. And that and is why because, is that? And that is because... <laughs> that is yes. because it's going to be composted. Yes! Uh, so that means no plastic bags of any kind. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if anyone has any leaves, then those leaves have to be in those accepted items. And, and uh, we started rolling out the messaging 1st of November. And if anyone does want to learn more about the program, they can visit tampa.gov slash yard waste so mm-hmm. that they can kind of see exactly how to set up their yard waste. And if they have any questions, they can also reach out to the department, send us an email or call us. Um, but yeah, we're going to be composting our yard waste oh, starting next year. I am thrilled beyond We, we knew you would be. <laughs> I am just so thrilled. Thank you so much for y'all yeah, keeping on that. We're so excited also. We're mm-hmm. really happy. It's a, it's a kind of low-hanging fruit when it comes to... Yeah. Um, diverting materials out of the waste stream. So we're really excited yeah, about it. Yard waste makes up 17% of our yard, of our residential collection. Um, yes. So we'll be able to divert a lot of waste that way. Oh, it's just such good news. Now, when you just mentioned that it has to be in uh, trash containers, like mm-hmm. I have a lot of old trash cans, that's what I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then my neighbor uses those brown paper bag mm-hmm. ones that you can get from the big box stores and those you can probably good. order Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what people need to use then they'll need to use those uh paper containers instead of the plastics right mm-hmm. we prefer a reusable container because it is the most sustainable option economically yes. and environmentally but paper yes. bags and jute twine are also accepted yeah i've had mine for 20 years like you know containers i mean you know i've saved a lot of money so we so i invited shelby and edgar and i told annie this for this time of year because it's 
the holidays and people are being yeah. wasteful. And Mindy called again and she read my mind and I'm glad she said it because now this is more clear. Mm-hmm. She wants to share this product info. She read a book. It's called Zero Waste by B. Johnson and it's a guide to reducing your waste. Nothing. And that was kind of the idea. Like we need mm-hmm. to be able to recycle and use our solid waste properly but we also probably want to reduce our Correct. waste. Yeah, we actually right. have a we have a waste hierarchy system and recycling sixth place. So it's important and needed for sure. You should still recycle, but it's definitely not top tier of what you should be doing. Reducing your waste is the ultimate goal. And right. also practicing this messaging with compassion, making mm-hmm. sure that we teach That's others great. and we don't judge <laughs> others. We don't judge others right. if they're not doing it correctly or we can educate. Maybe you don't. And I- <laughs> All right. So this this kind of goes along with it. We got another email from Bev Keeney and she says, remind me, remind them about the city of Tampa sweep, what what it is and upcoming dates. And actually, before the show, we were talking about how I love sweep. And I've mentioned probably (laughs) Mm -hmm. five times a year on how I go around the neighborhood for this free, uh, Edgar said, outdoor mall experience. <laughs> so, uh, Kenny scavenges all the stuff you're throwing away. It's yeah. awesome. I love it. So we only have two minutes. Very mm-hmm. quickly, tell us what Sweep is and how would you find out? Sure. So Sweep is a bulky waste pickup, which means furniture, um, other things that we accept. You can go to tampa.gov slash Sweep. I think you've seen the theme here with our website. Um, uh-huh. And your Sweep Week you have a specific set out deadline. It's always a Sunday. If you are a city of Tampa solid waste customer, only sweep pertains to you. Otherwise you may look to your local um, hauler to see what they can do for your bulky waste. But if you go on our website, you can type in your address and it'll tell you exactly what day you need to have your items set out mm-hmm. by. And remember you can you know, donate them if they're still in good condition rather than giving them to us for sweep. And then there's another thing that you can do. Uh, I think you can still do it. Maybe y'all, y'all probably know is that you can, Uh, If you have a ton of stuff, like if you're unloading a garage and you Mm -hmm. just have a ton of stuff out there, you can pay a fee uh, and have it picked up. Yes, you can can call any time to have that come to your curb to pick it up. Sweep is just the one time that you get that free collection. So if you need it other times, you can call to have it picked up. But I don't think a lot of people knew that. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I don't think they do. I think that they think they're, you know, out of luck. Unless they have a truck and they can go ahead and take it themselves. Yeah, so good information. All right, well, Annie, we're out of time. Thank you. Oh, Shel- my God. Shelby Lewis, is- recycling coordinator, and Edgar Casherteo, recycling specialist with the city of Tampa. And guess what, Annie? The, Austin, what? the intern, is here live, too. He abs- <laughs> Hi, Austin. <laughs> He's been taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Irene, for taking all of those calls. And Mr. Bill Grace Thank for you. working the boards. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed this show and our weekly content, please go to WMNF.org, donating and uh, directing your donation to the Sustainable Living Show. Now, we are going to, next two weeks, Edgar, we're, the bird. The show is going to the birds. It's going to be about birds for the next two weeks. Make That's sure great. to tune in next hour. You will hear WMNF Community Speaks with Mabili, and you can follow our Facebook page to learn about more events. And I'm Kenny Coogan. And I am Annie Ellis. Remember, if you're looking for someone to save the world, look in the mirror. This is Bye-bye. WMNF Tampa. Thank you. So good.